I noticed you made you made time for uh, for your running your, your running podcast uh, when you didn't have time for thread, but uh, that's fine. Um, I've noticed that um, the, the 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 type of banter is very different on um, on uh, you don't look like a runner. Wow, it's on on this one. I'm yeah. I'm 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 amazed that you. That you... <laughs> I have that I have an opinion on your banter style. No, what I'm what I'm what I'm amazed about is I'm amazed to get dragged for the um, the regularity of RunnerPod. Mm. That's pretty pretty spectacular. Well, it's more that just you know one one or two happen to sort of uh, be dropped in between you saying no can't can't do can't do a thread too busy. Oh okay. All right. Oh, it's the, it's the Wednesday slot okay. was um yeah Wednesday Wednesday slot yeah. was broken. Also, you yeah. don't know when we've recorded those and when they dropped me. No, I don't. No, I don't. The last what the last one yeah. sat around for a long time <laughs> before it came. Out. Um, I have recorded. Been... I have recorded um, since since I have definitely recorded one because I recorded one two days ago. Oh wow. But it was all right because I had this lined up for today. It's fine. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Next. So what's what? So tell me about the banter on my other podcast. <laughs> it's um, I I think I think yeah. it's perhaps and and this is probably my own viewpoint, um, mm. because I'm me. I've been doing a lot of work on myself lately, John. But the, so you're a piece of work. Hmm. The I I feel I feel and I I think Nick has said something similar before that the the banter goes both ways on Runner Pod in a way that it feels like it doesn't quite on uh, on Thread. Right. You say so you're bullying me. Is what that we say? Oh yeah, yeah, that's definitely the direction. That's definitely the direction that okay. I was thinking it went. remember Mark Steadman mm. um, when you first saw Cappuccino? The the drink. Um, yes. Yeah. Well, well let's, let's, let's park the other direction you're going to take that um, because I'm interested in that. The drink. The re- yep, the, the, the drink. Um, I would have been, oh, I don't know, at a restaurant. Ooh, check you fancy um, lad. Yeah, I wouldn't have been having one. My dad would have had one. Uh, I think. Oh, now would it have been? I'm, I'm going. I'm going back a ways now. Um, it might have been on holiday. Yeah. And, uh, in fact, you know what? It could have been. It could have been a shitty cappuccino in a service station. That's the thing that's coming to my mind now. Oh, like a, from from from, like a, welcome, um, from a machine, but in, like from an old no, no, machine. It wasn't well, not not like from a vending machine. A person, a person made it, um, mm. but it was, you know, this was the what nineties, so it probably wasn't good. Mm. Mm. But yeah, I think I think that's that, that that checks out. I think I think it depends when in the nineties, though, doesn't it? I mean, wasn't co- yes. coffee was all right in the late nineties, wasn't it? Probably was, uh, but this this wasn't late nineties. I think they'd sorted it by then. Yeah, this was early nineties. Yeah. When did or when mid, did all mid. the when did all the costas and that start? Oh, now, um, I feel I feel like that's late nineties, early thousands. Because mm. there was um, there was your Starbucks. People got excited about that, didn't they? They did. They did. That was a new. That was a new fancy modern thing. Hmm. Um, and there was Coffee Republic. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah there was a couple yeah. of those. Hmm. And then Costa came afterwards, didn't it? Oh, I don't. I, I, without 
wishing to sound rude, I neither know nor care. No, that's fine. Sorry. But why would you ask about cappuccinos? Just I, I care I, just about that. I, just because I said I want to keep it frothy. And I just thought ah. the first time I ever saw coffee, uh, cappuccino, mm. um, it was introduced to me as frothy coffee. Frothy coffee. Because it was at a time when you, you probably wouldn't want to give it a foreign word, you know, people would be a bit... <laughs> introduce it slowly, bring yeah, in the concept yeah. of froth on top of a coffee, and then go, mm. the Germans now, have a word for it. It's <laughs> cappuccino. Speaking of foreign... Speaking of foreign, yeah. um, I had a chat with a friend a couple of days ago, and we were a talking... foreign about, friend? No. Hmm? Um, and we were explaining gammon to someone. Ah. I would like, please, to hear your definition. Uh, as, as in, not, not what a gammon person is, but why, why the word gammon, please. Thank you. So the reason, okay, yeah. So the reason why the reason why gammon is yes, ga- gammon is an is gammon is a, like a subset of ham. Yes, a subset of pork, maybe. Oh, it's, well, it's ham a is a subset. subset of, of I would have said a subset of ham, but yeah. Um. So so yeah. So pigs give us pork. Pork could be made into ham. Some ham is understood as gammon. Yep. And gammon is. Either like a rolled joint of ham mm-hmm. or slices of, of said thing. Mm-hmm. But the thing that links the two mm. is that they are bright pink. Mm-hmm. And um, if you're talking about a gammon joint, it's kind of like a blob of bright pink meat, maybe with like a Maybe with like a, a a skirt of of white blobby fat on top of it, and it looks like the face of a uh, an incoherent. He says, stumbling for his words, an incoherent, um, angry, shouty older gentleman who you might find on Question Time, shouting about the fact that we voted for it, so we need to leave. Leave means leaves. We vote for it. What you do is you, and they shout it, and they get they their face gets redder and redder and more and more gammony as they're doing it. And there was I th- I think I think there was one particular night or week where there was a collection of these people because it became a meme of about nine of them. Nine yeah, of I kept men. seeing um your one of your Twitter accounts kept posting it. Right. One of my Twitter accounts. Yeah, you know, one of the one of the properties with which you are involved. Oh, okay. Um, so there was this grid of them, so almost like a kind of a blankety blank wall of of these the, of these of angry, the nine gammon men, um, puce coloured gentlemen. <laughs> and that for me is like ground zero yeah. gammon. That's when we said yes, absolutely. Pink blobby head equals mm. a gammon. Gammon is what you get when you go to Basingstoke and ask people if they want to leave. Sorry, Basingstoke. I don't know why I chose you. Basingstoke feels like a classic question time town, though. Mm. It's like a town that I don't really know anything about. Mm-hmm. And then they turn up there and somehow that's representative of something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Question time's weird. I don't like it. No, no. I, I No, no, it's fine. Um, so that's a fine definition of gammon and, and the, the one that I would... Um, Believed to be canonical. Canonical gammon. And it's canonical gammon is a brilliant paddy for Zelda. 
Link, Link, the Blood Moon rises. <laughs> Be careful. Um, canonical gammon. Um, yes, the... Uh, so that's, yeah, and, and that that's what my friend said um, mm-hmm. as well, basically. I mean, you know, he didn't use quite so many words, but that's what he said. Counterpoint? Yes, you there? Yeah, not counterpoint. Okay. More... That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot more sense than my definition of gammon, which came through. I'd seen people referring to this and I just made my own definition, which fit, I think, reasonably well, but not as well as the slightly more obvious makes sense when you look at the people uh, definition of gammon. My definition of a gammon person is basically your dad because your dad likes gammon um it's a dad meat it's a it's when you go to a carvery it's the meat that your dad gets it's it's a particular type of dad that goes for the gammon when there are much much better meats on offer other meats are available other meats are highly superior and available gammon is not a great meat it's too salty um but your dad likes his gammon egg and chips uh, and, and you know, he, he he will probably also go to the Costa del Sol and get gammon egg and chips. My dad doesn't mm-hmm. particularly mm-hmm. do that because he likes to sample the cuisine of the local area, but he also <laughs> does really like gammon. Um, and so it was kind of that was my definition, and I was quite comfortable and happy in that definition because it fit with <laughs> what I thought. But uh, it was a much better one that exists and is the, you know, canonical gammon. So, yeah. Yours, your, I mean, yours is okay. I mean, there, there's... There's a certain, you know, they're, they're coming from the same place, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Also, I think if you eat enough gammon, mm. it's going to make you look like a gammon. Yes, it is. Um, David so, Cameron was a bit gammony. <sighs> no, I'm not, I'm not, do, I'm not doing a, I'm not doing a, oh, you fucked a pig. No, 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 no. I, 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 I he, mm. he looked a little bit like, he looked a little bit like someone had made like a decorative novelty candle. Mm-mm. And then lit it, and obviously the the moment you light a candle, it starts to kind of lose its form because the way that the candle works is by melting. And he looks like he only get, gets lit on special occasions. <laughs> so he's yeah. just, a li- just a little bit dribbly. Just a little bit dribbly. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So it's very, I don't say fashionable is the wrong word, but... There's that type of like liking something when liking something becomes part of your thing and it becomes the liking of it becomes slightly performative. There's got to be a word for that. And I bet the Germans have one. Do you know what I mean? The performative liking of something. Yeah. So there is a performative liking of bacon. Oh, which God, is yes. which is vastly people go bacon? disproportionate. Yeah, it's oh, vastly disproportionate to the quality bacon, of bacon. Don't you lads? Come on, let's have bacon. Yeah. Bacon on everything. Yeah, it's, it's bacon fine. in my it's, salt. There's bacon salt. There's salt made of bacon. Yep, that's the thing. Bacon. Uh, Australians have chicken salt. Chicken um, salt bacon. Chicken, chicken salt bacon. Yeah. So I. So there's that, and I kind of don't. I I don't I don't subscribe to it. Right. I don't take a um, stance. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm. I'm a brave boy. Um. <laughs> I keep getting notifications at the moment. I need to. I need to find a way of um, tuning out the um, the WhatsApps 
because I put a new website live for the, like I built a website from scratch. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's only a single web page, but I built it from scratch for the first time in um, a while. <laughs> um, and it's, uh, and, and um, people are asking for, uh, for amendments as oh, we speak. That's your first, a, that's your first mistake. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, but this is all, <sighs> this is all fine. Oh mate. So, so many, so many things have happened. How was your holiday? Oh, my holiday. Are we, are we finished with bacon? I could have, I could have gone on that. I could have gone. Oh no, ago. go, go on bacon. Go on bacon. You, uh, John, you were good. You were good to go on bacon. You go for bacon. Yes, go for bacon. Yeah, no, what, why is why is bacon the one? That's that's my first question to you, Mark. Why is bacon the one of all the of all the things that people really seem to? Is that, well, it's that and it's that and it's it's burgers, isn't it? But like these dirty burgers that they like. Where where it's kind of like the more greasy it is, the more like everyone's like burgers with yeah, bacon well, on them. What? I I don't mm, um, I don't know if like if everyone thinks that everything is made better by burgers, but everyone seems to think everyone who likes bacon like likes bacon. bacon inside the burgers. Yeah, if it's a bacon burger, yeah. There's mayonnaise yeah. with bacon in it, like ba- yes, bacon, bacon eggs, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. And I like <laughs> everyone sort I, of says um, a lot of people. A lot of people say that bacon's the thing that they miss if they give up meat. Yeah, and it's not. It's not. It's not the one. It's not the one. What's not the one, me. John? Not for me. What's well, because I, I literally, I'm sure I've told you this before, but um, probably one of the reasons I'd, I'd struggle to go to, more towards veganism would be the fact mm. that. A halloumi gives me everything that bacon used to give me, mm-hmm. which is salt and fat. Yeah, I found that. Halloumi is really good for that kind of thing. Yeah. It's not that I ever wanted bacon. It's that I wanted salt and fat in something that was crispy yes. that I could put between bread. Yes. And let's face yeah. it, it's probably because I'd, I'd self-harmed myself with alcohol the day before. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it, 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 hits, it hits that spot really, 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 really well. As for what would be the what would be the thing? Oh, what would be the thing that would bring me back? What would be the thing that would bring me back? What what have mm. I maybe struggled with? Honestly, I don't, I don't, I don't think anything. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, because yeah, because because it, it shows I made a decision properly. Yes. <laughs> well, well done for the right reasons. I'm an adult. I'm proud, I'm proud of you. I'm an adult. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> um. I I tried to put your argument forward about um, mm. the vegetarianism uh, and veganism um, mm. to a vegetarian. What was my and, argument? Uh, well, not not. This is already tying myself in knots. But no, 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 I'm interested. I'm interested. Your thing because I don't talk about it a lot, so I'm interested no. to hear how it's uh, how. Uh, I'm interested to hear what I think. To be honest, yeah, because I'm not sure. I'm still articulating it for myself. So your sense of what, I'm, yeah, yes, it's, it's interesting. I, I think it's probably slightly coloured by the fact it's delivered by someone who eats meat. So I think there was already a degree of it's taking it with a, a pinch of bacon salt. Yeah. But the the idea of making a moral case for vegetarianism over veganism is difficult because um, vegetarianism involves dairy products which tend to well which only really come from killing 
mm-hmm. well, from, from from animals that are going to be slaughtered anyway. Yeah. Um, so, you know, but bulls, it, it's no use for them. We've got no use for cocks. Um, but we'll, you know, we'll eat, we'll eat the female of the species and we'll drink the milk of, of the cows and things. But, you know, they, we, they can only exist in the quantities they do mm. so that they are, um, slaughtered. And I think, I think I possibly did a bad job of making that argument because I don't think they were convinced. You, you've just made a compelling case that I should be a vegan just there. Yeah. Well, this is, this is, this is, this was your case. And I, yeah. I think. You know, uh, possibly the, the the possible difference is you were discussing this, I think, and I was hearing it from the point of view of a meat eater who <laughs> would uh, who who thinks at some point he probably will contemplate seriously contemplate vegetarianism. Right. Um, and so your your stance of like, well, it was almost you didn't say this, but it was almost the thing of well, if you're gonna go vegetarian, in, yeah. Jesus, if you're gonna go vegetarian, you might as well go vegan because of this, this, and this. Hmm. Um, whereas I think. I was putting it to someone who had already made a conscious decision to not eat meat anyway. Um, and and then I was like, well, actually. Uh, and so, you know, perhaps perhaps that that didn't go down quite so well. I don't know. It wasn't like it, there was a, you know, a bust up or anything, but it was certainly met with scepticism. So right there, a vegetarian, you could be in a meeting. <laughs> I'm allowed. I'm allowed, mate. I'm allowed to do that joke. <laughs> You're allowed to make racist jokes. Uh, that's racist. all I've got, mate, because I'm so weak. <laughs> you're a cuck yeah, yeah have you um are you aware of the uh the vegans at the snooker meme on the internet no that sounds like a chumbawamba song <laughs> oh or uh there's a there's a chumbawamba song called um song. wagner at the opera and that's why i'm thinking of that oh i i think the i think the the imagery of it is is very half man half biscuit as well mm. Yes, Sno- Sno- I've not. I don't. I don't know if they've done any songs about snooker, but it sort of fits in with their oeuvre of things that they talk about. It's yeah. The cats here. Yeah, yeah, very much. Oh, um, on holiday because I was in the Lake District. Now I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a late convert to Half Man Half Biscuit, as you, you may know. I think we've, I think we've covered this in the canon. I think we have so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. have we? I think so. Everyone, so people always used to go, oh, so blah blah blah, and quote things at me, and I'd be like, what? And they go, you know, half man, half biscuit. I go, what? And I think I'm I'm a really obvious person to like half man, half biscuit. Mm. If you know my sense of humour and you know the music that I listen to. Yeah, I know that sense. I know that, that feeling, yes. And so people always assume that I did uh, to the extent where I probably kind of, probably kind of just like didn't listen to it. Mm-hmm. Just out of spite. Because <laughs> if you know me, that's... wrong. <laughs> yeah, if you know me, that's also another thing that I'll do. Yep. Um, <laughs> I'll happily tidy my room unless my mum tells me to. <laughs> um, do that on my own terms, thanks very much. But no, I finally got, I finally got into Half Man Half Biscuit. I do really, really like them. I got into them just in time for like there was a new album last year. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. So I kind of like, I played a couple mm-hmm. of the, the classic ones I was told to listen to, mm-hmm. and then this new album dropped, and I listened to that. So I felt like I was on the ground floor on that one, and that was quite good. A bit like a bit like I felt with the. Last week's episode of um, of um, the TV program that I really like it's my favourite TV program. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, ben Coppers. Oh, the, the neck and band Coppers. Neck and band Coppers. Uh, line of Duty. Yeah. yeah. Like just like I felt, I felt really special this week because I was actually up to date and watching it live yeah. for the first time in the run. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no. So CS, uh, not CSI on both side. Half and half biscuit. Because I was in the Lake District on holiday, mm-hmm. everywhere I was going, I was like, that's from a song. 
That's from a song. That's from a song. That's from a song. <laughs> Notice was given about a bat walk in the Keswick area. Oh, that's over there. There you go. There you go. Yeah. 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 I. Ambleside. Years... That, I saw signs for that. CSI Ambleside. Yeah. yeah. Um, about 10 years ago. Yeah. Nearly. Uh, I did, I was doing a radio show with one uh, Michael Grimes, MC Grime Dog. Right. As he hates to be referred was to. Was on Rhubarb? Yes. Rhubarb Radio. It's Rhubarb Radio from the Custard Factory. Um, oh, that's why it was called that. Are you shitting me? It was in the Custard Factory, Mark. Okay, so for the uninitiated, there used to be a radio station. Well, there used to be a place that was once the darling of the freelance and artistic community. Uh, I mean, it's still there. A, no, well, I'm, I'm, I'm getting to that. Um, it was once the darling of, of, the, uh, of the freelance and um, sort of new digital set and, and the artistic set, and it's called the Custard Factory, and it's, the, the building still exists, but the soul left many years ago. Um, and there's, you know, you could just rent these little offices, which are uh, expensive and not furnished. Um, and you can, you know, then pay extra for internet and stuff. But, you know, it's a basic thing. Sort of pre-co-working. Um, but that's where a lot of artists and people went. And um, so they, they, they then began a radio station, uh, which was based in what is now a barber's. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was... Uh, it was a glass cube of a building, which, of course, is ideal for a radio station because glass, as we know, is famously insulating. <coughs> um, and uh, I, I, I helped produce, well, I produced um, a uh, show for friend of the show and friend of ours, Danny Smith. I produced his radio show. And... Um, I then started doing my own with with one MC Grime Dog Muck 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 Grime Face, um, and why am I telling you this? Because uh, on I think the first day, like I've I've got a whole thing about swearing. I, I I don't have a problem with swearing, but I also am a kind of a stickler for the rules. So if <laughs> someone tells me that you're not supposed to swear on the radio, I won't swear, and I'll be a good boy, and I'll admonish other people for swearing um, kindly. As much as I'm like, come on, we're all adults. Oh, look, an authority told, uh, figure told me to do a thing. I better do that thing, toe that line. Uh, and so we, we, um, we were bringing in music and he brought a song and he said, oh, no, I, I just realised there's a swear there's a swear in this song. Oh, fucking, uh, it was a fairly mild swear. And it was by Chumba Wumba. And oh. I was like, so this is pre-Enlightenment days. Um, I, was, <laughs> I was like... Um, what, what, Chumba Wumba, you know, <laughs> one hit wonder, I get enough, yeah, uh, and all that, uh, making those kinds of noises. And then this sort of weird close part harmony song comes in. I mean, he, he picked a weird one to, to choose anyway, because it's entirely a, a cappella um, and also right. with, with, with no instruments. <laughs> so we played that and I was kind of unconvinced. I was like, that sounds nice. And that's obviously them, that's obviously them taking the piss because they're a take the piss band and, and they just want to do a silly, let's make it sound like we've done a real song song. And, uh, in, you know, in the same way that, um, oh, I want to go on another tangent about a band called Plain White Tees. Um, will you join me very quickly in this sidebar? Yes. So do you remember, do you remember there was a band called Plain White Tees? I do. 
Uh, they had a song called Delilah. Yes. Um, which was sort of a ballad and um, it, it got quite popular. And I always thought that was meant to be like they skipped a step because that band is supposed to do the loud shouty songs and is supposed to get successful with a couple of loud shouty songs. Right. Like Green Day, because that's what they were. They were they were trying to be Green Day. Um, right. But they went straight for the ballad and it's like, we're supposed to have this sort of emotional connection of, oh, this 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 sort of harder band has done the stripped down song. Oh. They've done the stripped down ballad one where they're, it's acoustic, it's like time of your life, but they haven't got the back catalogue of having done the loud shouty songs to, to right. validate it. So it just felt like you, no, nah, no, you don't. So they were, no, they were a drippy that. band. A, a drippy band? Drippy band. They were just, they were just a drippy ballad band. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I assume that they, they weren't. Because it just well, anyway, so I, that's, that's kind of what I thought. Like this is Chumbawamba trying to do whatever, yeah. and then some months go by, and I'm listening to Dave Gorman's uh, radio show as I did. Uh, it was great, and he played uh, a song called "Add Me" by Chumbawamba, and I, I don't think I knew at the beginning that it was Chumbawamba. I thought, oh, it's one of those guys from the '80s who does those slightly funny songs, like a Half Man, Half Biscuit, or one of those types mm. of people. Mm. And uh, it's sort of jaunty and northern, and and I like this, and it's got smart lyrics. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it he then says, "Yeah, it's Chumbawamba." And at, at that point, I'm like, "Okay, all right, fine." Enough people have said that Chumbawamba is enough of a thing that is worth investigating that I'm, I'm going to go investigate. Yeah. And I'm so glad I did because there are three albums. I mean, mm-hmm. there's more, but like there are three, the, the last three, which are really, really very good and are basically just folk albums, but really considered, really well put together, mm-hmm. beautifully performed, uh, some beautiful lyrics, some lyrics that like mean, really mean things, um, can really, really speak to, speak to a situation. And, uh, yeah, um, like I, I kind of did it out of spite, um, mm-hmm. and and I'm very, very glad that I did. Because mm. they're a good band, and I will happily be that guy when anybody wants to make fun of Chumbawamba. I'll happily be the guy who's like, meh. Well, I, um, I not as engaged with the music as you, but I'm, but I know that they are more than that particular record. Yeah. Which I actually, I actually quite enjoy that record. That one, the one, the one. The one that everyone knows. I actually think it's all right. All right, song. I think it's fun. Oh yeah, no, I uh, absolutely yeah. So do I. And it 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 dropped in the end of the summer between A levels and university. So that was kind of like peak peak time to kind of uh, put yourself in a in a in a kind of a haze of nice associations for me as well. And it was in and it was in the next FIFA game that came out just after that, which we played a lot at uni. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to remember if uh, if I remember that being a case because I remember the what the big one at the time was FIFA '96 with Song Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was huge. Um, and then yeah, '98 probably was the Chumbawamba one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Uh, no, it's FIFA. It might have even been FIFA '99. But are they? Uh, is the n- Hmm. Maybe it was maybe it was ninety eight. Yes, because Fat Fat Boy Slim was FIFA ninety nine because that was the one we played a heck of a lot of. Yeah, yeah. I've got Fat Boy Slim on my gym list at the moment, mate. Mate, I, you want I, some fitness I'm, running in tech with me? Mate, now, yeah, mate. All right. 
I'm so glad I finally Don't got Don't tell me my... other podcast boyfriend that I did this. Go on. <laughs> Sorry, this is cross-training, not really running. Um, no, it's I'm fitness, so... isn't it? Yeah, it is fitness. Mm. I'm very glad that I, uh, like, I had it on my to-do list to make a gym playlist because I've been going to the gym. Uh, I went, like, I had, I had a period off because um, I had a stupid cold and it was, it was proving actually untenable. Um, and so I had a period off and then I came back and I did, did a bit and I was sort of, this is quite nice listening to podcasts. And then I sort of thought, yeah, it's probably about time that I, I got back into listening to music and, um, cause I'll probably work, work harder. And I'm really an attitude at the moment where I'm going to the gym, I'm there to work. Um, and I'm, I'm putting myself to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, so I finally made this gym playlist and, and I'm so glad that I did because the last few days it's been, uh, it's been epic. It's been, it's been really good. Like Thursday and Friday last week and then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I'm now at the point where you will probably know all about this, where mm-hmm. the calorie counts are going down for the same amount of exercise. Um, I think because my body's not quite so surprised by what I'm doing anymore. <laughs> so I either have to take it up a further notch, which is difficult because I'm kind of going as, as you know, flat out as I can at the moment, or I just need to go for longer. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm it, like, I'm, do, I'm doing, I'm doing the work, John, I'm doing the work and it's great. Putting in the miles. I am, man. So you're on the, you're on the cross training thing with the army poles and the slidey That's feet. The one. I did a mime then that you couldn't see. Oh yeah. Yep. It was that. Um, yep. so yeah, li- little bit of upper body. So I do, I do a bit of that and I do a bit of bike. Uh, I switched it around today to, you know, keep the body guessing. And, um, yeah. Been closing your rings. Closing my rings, mate. Ooh. Well, I'm really bad at closing the stand ring. That's the one I'm, I'm, I almost never closed. There's um, a standing ring as well. Yeah. There's three rings. So it's, it's move and exercise, which are actually two different things. Um, and then it's, it's stand. So move um, is like your sort of general. Move is number of calories. And, okay. uh, so, you know, number of or, or active calories, what, what, whatever, you know, the calories you expend by actually just doing things. And then you've got a ring, which is based on 30 minutes of exercise. So you close that, you know, fairly easily. Um, you know, I tend to do that in the morning. Cause I mean, I, I walk to the gym anyway and then walk to work. So like that, that all helps. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've got your ring that you get for standing up 12 times, um, within the day. So that doesn't mean just get up, sit down, stand up, sit down. It means, you know, once an hour you'll get your watch telling you to stand up. And if you do that, and if it reminds you 12 times and you do that 12 times, then you close that ring. I haven't sat down except for, I may have done some ablutions at some point. I can't even remember, but I haven't sat down since I had breakfast. Mm -hmm. So how does that work? Because I'm at a standing desk. So had my noms and then I took the kids to school, came back and I've been standing at the standing desk and I walked downstairs and I had my dinner, my lunch on the counter, uh, on a plate. On the <laughs> <counter>. <laughs> just spread food all over the counter and just trough it. Um, <laughs> uh, also helpfully just then I was doing a mime, which made, made me stand sideways to the microphone. So I don't know how much of that you've picked up. <laughs> uh, it's because my cat, my table's here, you see. So I was miming to show you where I work, like that. That's how I do it. <laughs> Thanks for doing that. It's okay. That's all right. That time I was clever though, because I just tilted my my head towards the microphone like a like a good boy. Yeah, it wasn't as good a mime, but it was better <laughs> for the tape. Good. Well, yeah. Sometimes the mime has got to suffer in order for the uh, 
the foley work to uh, to really really shine through. Um, so yeah, um, have you ever read? And I, I I don't know if this is one of the ones that you will want to make fun of. Um, if it is, we'll end the call right now. Because um, I know I know how you get. Um, have you ever read uh, the Chimp Paradox? Never even heard of it, mate. Okay. <laughs> you had to add a mate at the end. You're safe. Um, You're safe. All right. It's um. It's it's one of these books about your brain, and um, okay, I've. It's one of those weirdly sort of out of spite. It's often it, it's weird how often the discussions we have kind of can be themed. Um, I kind of finally picked this one down off the shelf because I'd been trying a couple of others, and my brother had mentioned this years ago, and I was, so I was finally like, you know what, I better actually read this because he said it's really good, and. Uh, I've been doing a couple of others, so I better actually like, I can't, I can't continue to be a jerk and be like, do all these books and ignore the one that he's been telling me I should read. And I got it and it's kind of life changing. Um, and it's all about what we sometimes call the lizard brain and, and, um, it's, it's a way of framing and re re categorizing the fight and flight response and the defensive mechanisms that we have um, and the emotional reactions that we have uh, to things and helps you sort of understand this sort of concept that I like is the negative, the the emotions that you don't want are not yours um, because you don't want to have them (laughs) because that's not what your, your brain, like the human part of you doesn't want to feel this thing. Mm -hmm. So don't, be thinking about don't don't be trying to own that because that's not how you truly feel. That's just that that is the emotional reactive part of your brain, um, and so being able to default divorce yourself from that and go, okay, yes, I understand that. I think um, someone has just impugned my character. That's actually not what's happened. I don't want to feel like that, uh, but I know I do because I've got a you know a fight or flight response happening, um, and it helps you sort of get to grips with that part of you and importantly get to grips with that part in other people so that you don't end up doing battles effectively doing battle with someone else's chimp Hmm. you you don't end up you know it's like the the two people who bump into each other there's a you know a little collision um uh, you know in a a car and both gammons both gammon men step out and 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 yell at each other it's like at that point neither humans like the humans are taking a backseat. This is two chimps screeching at each other because they're both emotional because one's got to prove um, that he's dominant or that he didn't make a mistake and the other one's, you know, scared to death and he's got to prove his manliness or whatever it is. Um, and so once you sort of realise that you're dealing, doing battle with someone's emotions rather than their true self, that helps you, like, expend a little less energy or come at a problem in a different way. And... um that coupled with a, another book that I, I, I finished shortly before that um, has uh, has basically helped me. That and the sunshine dragged me out of a two year depression cycle. Wow! So uh, yeah, that, I mean that's um, that's a pretty big endorsement. Yeah, pretty not the sort of thing I'm going to read. As you know, I'm kind of I don't tend to I don't tend to invest time in those sorts of books. No, but I found that there's a there's a version for kids. I might read that. <laughs> just sounds like a lower investment it's about the same person that's that's probably more my level <laughs> so what like 
are you so well adjusted in your mental attitudes that you just don't don't feel the need or do you find them tedious or are you just like it doesn't cross your path as as something to be interested in i'm really arrogant mark and i don't i don't believe that people can change me <laughs> ah okay <laughs> do you seek change because you, you you know you don't strike me as someone who thinks he's necessarily done uh like you know finished as in you know like, like your whole personality is baked and that's you done like hey i'm i'm john i'm perfect yeah um you know, you have a degree of in- introspection, um, but I guess, yeah, no, no book ain't going to tell John what to do. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean, I might, I might be more tempted to listen to that man tell me those things mm. than I would be to to read those things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I listen to the man tell me the things. Oh, you you audio yeah. audio yeah. bald him. Yeah. yeah. Audible. Oh. Audi- What's it called? Mm-hmm. Audible. Yeah. Audible. Mm-hmm. You audible him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why don't why why aren't I why don't I have an audio an audible audible? Why don't I have one of those? Why don't I have that, Mark? Do you not have the subs- uh, subscription? No. Ah. It's, I mean, it, it, it's going to be a question of where you find the time to, to yeah. fit the books in. Yeah, for something, so for something like the book you've just talked about, I'd, I'd take it in more readily. I'd be more likely to invest the time if I was listening. Mm-hmm. I'm, I question whether or not the format of the book would still be a barrier to me taking it in, regardless of the medium, whether I, I have to read it with my eyes or read it with my ears. Because because books themselves are a particular thing, mm-hmm. regardless of whether I'm reading them or someone else is reading them out. So um, his TED talk on it might engage me more than the audiobook of it. Again, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. I don't see why not. Um, yeah. And that's okay. not that. But then, but then again, as you know, I don't watch videos on the internet. So <laughs> so he's he's fucked me. This guy, he's not going to get to me. No. He's not going to reach me at all, mate. No. Maybe he needs to put a story on Insta. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, see, Holiday was nice then. Yeah, Holiday was very good. I didn't, I didn't need anyone to, to write a book about it for me. I just experienced it. It was fine. It was good. Yeah, <laughs> right, right in my wheelhouse. Very chilled. I did read a book while I was on Holiday. What did I what read? You read, Matt? What did you read, John? What did I read? Hang on. Because I told you about the book I was reading before. Mm-hmm. The, the, the Doctor one. What? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's gone. Oh right! Uh, so this was this was a weird one. Um, stumbled across a a book for some some algorithm got me. Mm. It's, it 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 saw me, Mark. It really saw me, <laughs> and uh, suggested this this book. Oh yeah, that's well in my wheelhouse. That is, I'll I'll buy. It. Oh, it's not out yet. I'll pre-order it so it'll just appear on my Kindle one day. And um, I must have pressed the wrong buttons or something because it never appeared. And I was getting ready for the holiday. I thought, oh, we need a new book. Well, what happened to that then? And I looked and it's been out for like seven months or something. Hmm. Oh, oh, so that was, oh hello. Th- that was rather vexing. Yes. So I ordered it. It's called The Last and it's very good. Okay. Very silly, but um, but well in my wheelhouse because it's, it's, it's um, a sort of a post-apocalyptic novel about people dealing with, dealing with all, all what that entails. And that is massively in my wheelhouse. 
the setup is that there are 20 people at the end of the world in a hotel and one of them's a murderer. Good for, good, good fun, post-apocalyptic setting. Okay. Um, fun post-apocalyptic setting. Yeah, yeah. those two go together. Um, but I yeah, this again. and, and uh, it's a nice sort of murder mystery thriller in there. Mm. I think I think it got to me on for two reasons. One is that one of the people who were recommending it on the cover mm-hmm. is an author whose books I like. Um, it's also got a similar vibe to it to a series of books called The Last Policeman. Okay. Um, which is um, about a copper, Ben Copper, uh, at, at the end of the world. Essentially, the um, everybody knows what day the world's going to end because there's an asteroid, they've tracked it, they know when it's going to hit, and they know it's going to be an extinction event. Ah. And he's basically the last copper in the police station who gives a shit and is trying to maintain any semblance of order and he does a murder mystery inve- like like a oh, gumshoe wow. detective noir murder investigation in the dying month of the earth mm-hmm. it's amazing big recommend big recommend yes mate so se- series of three books yeah okay did you did you did you read and finish um the uh seven deaths of evelyn hardcastle yes strong like oh good right okay well, this is good. I think we are aligned then in our in our tastes, and I will yeah. uh, I will pop this on because I'm um, I went for a walk in the park uh, because I'm the type of person who goes for walks in the parks now. They're easy, aren't they? <laughs> don't know why I found that so funny. I, I don't either. Well, walk in a park is an expression that means it's easy. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> so I, I I did that, and I went home and I had a piece of cake. <laughs> Oh, ding ding ding! I'm so delighted that I made you make that noise. I don't think I've ever made you make that noise before. And certainly not sober. I'm delighted. Brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> End the series. Um, I went for a walk in the park, and um, I, I restarted um, one of the well, uh, one of the Yonesbo books. I basically started it from the beginning. Uh, mm-hmm. His his series of um, of Harry Hula uh, books. And uh, so now I've got something that I can start that I haven't heard, so I'm pleased about that. Oh. Just to put the pin on these book recommendations then. Yep. Um, Last Policeman Trilogy is by Ben Winters. Okay. Get them on the Amazon.com. Mm-hmm. The Last, which funnily enough is being sponsored by Penguin at me right now, even though oh. I've already bought it. Mm. A waste of an advert. Mm. The Last is by Hannah Jameson. Yes, and it's linked in the show notes. One Hotel, 20 Survivors, one of them is a murderer. That, and- I tell you what, that bit is weird. The like, murder bit. The, no, the um. So the way it's advertised on oh, Amazon, I hate this. Yeah, 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 go on. Yeah, makes it look mean. like it's a self-help book because it's got the subtitle as part of the title. Yes, yes. So I, my current book that I've only read one chapter of that I bought this week is called, according to the Amazon um, description, is called. Vox, the Sunday Times best-selling Richard and Judy book club summer read everyone's talking about in 2019, exclamation mark. Fuck off. All the way, fuck off. Yeah, fuck the book's the called off. Vox. The book is called Vox. But they keyword stuff the titles. I hate this. This, this, is, this is a trend that must stop. This, this, this must end. This must yes. end. End the sick filth. I mean, you know, it's in the same list of things I've recently ordered off of Amazon. I also ordered some... 
um, Vitabiotics Wellman Sport 30 Tablets, but it doesn't say Vitabiotics Wellman Sport 30 Tablets, Health and Vitality, Tiredness and Fatigue, UK's number one for men, contains amino acids, does it? No, and now we are uh, the Back to Work podcast with Merlin Mann. Are we? Yes. Well, I've not, I've not listened to that, so that's just <laughs> that's an accident. A, that's a major feature. As uh, a major feature of, uh, of Back to Work is... Um, talking about is, descriptions on Amazon? Or is re- yeah, it's literally reading... Um, compatible oral B replacement toothbrush heads, RAV plus 20 pack electric toothbrush heads with Pro 3000, Pro 5000, Pro 7000 includes five precision clean. Stop it. I'm recommending books now. Come on. Yeah. The author whose name I couldn't remember, the reason why I couldn't remember it is because it's, it's a slightly silly, posh, fancy name that she's got. Mm. Um, and I knew all the pieces of it. I just didn't know which order to put them in. Okay. Emily Sinjin Mandel. Oh, good Lord. If there's a Sinjin in there, then ooh, yeah. that's too rich for my blood. I thought I thought Sinjin might have been her last name, but I thought that's not her last name, is it? That's normally like a boy's name, isn't it? Well, it's it's St. John, um, yeah. so it, 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 it but you pronounce probably it could be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so she wrote a book, a fantastic Manfred novel called... Sinjin. She wrote a fantastic novel called Station Eleven. Okay. Um, which Mr. Bounds turned me on to. No. And um, yeah, she was the she was recommending the last on very strongly, which is again why I think the algorithms found me. Yes, yeah, she also wrote a book called the Lola Quartet, which is lovely. Ooh! So those are all my book recommendations. Wow, these are, never these are strong. Never finished telling you about cappuccinos. Well, no, you didn't tell me about what the other cappuccino was. You thought I might have been talking about. We did oh, know yeah. what a gammon was. You 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 pitched me a self help book that I won't read because I'm too arrogant. <laughs> but you did make me laugh. So yeah. thank you. Well, we've 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 done what we came here to do, I guess. Yeah. Oh, next week, next week it'll be after oh, it'll be after the Ben Coppers finale. Yeah, well. Yeah. Oh man, feature length episode, mate. Excited, mate. I mean, I'm everybody's talking it. about Game of Thrones. No, 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 no. Well, no, I mean, everybody was talking about pop music. No, everyone was talking about the <laughs> the Ben, the ben Coppers on, on Sunday. It's just yeah. that the Game of Thrones comes out straight after, doesn't it? Yeah. Shame we haven't got the uh, the tape sound effect from. Their room that we could just play here to end the show. Oh yeah, the the, the noise. Yeah, yeah. I because I I know even AC three have got the same one. It's brilliant. <laughs> of course they have. I'm ninety nine point nine percent certain. I know why the tape makes that noise, um, but I I always wonder about the audience and how confused they probably are about why that happens. Um, and I I wonder if they I I can't you know like, I I wondered if they would address it as like a a final little thing to be like, because it's in every series yeah. um, that you have to sit there for like 10 seconds and listen for this, this uh, shrill noise. Yeah. Um, and I'd, I'd like it to be addressed at some point just so that that loop in my brain can be closed off. And so, you know what I mean? So is it that all the, is it that all the other cop shows thought that that sound was ridiculous and would annoy people so that they did a, a short version of it? And you're saying that what they've done here is a verite thing where they've got the real sound and then it is there so that the tape can stretch itself and get up to speed. Yeah. And it, but it's, it's become a really, it's become like its own meme, but also they use it quite dramatically because it creates a really uncomfortable moment. Yeah. Where it, it resets whatever scene has just come. And it's like, well, now there's going to be this interview and nobody around this table knows what's going to happen. Mm. And you get to see that moment of them all kind of composing themselves. Which I really, really enjoy. Yeah. I don't think they'll explain it. I don't think they'll explain it simply because this is a show that 
I love it dearly, but this is a show that it doesn't shy away from over-explaining things that people already know. <laughs> because um, the, the expression that gets used the most after bent coppers, or stroke nicking bent coppers, and for Christ's sake, Steve, <laughs> I'm, I'm a married man. Yeah. Um, other than those, than those memes, the, the one thing that they talk about constantly and that they explain to the audience every time they use the word is burner phone. Mm. They really over-explain what a burner phone is. So if they were you know going to what? explain the tape, they'd have explained it. They did that, and I know you've got to go, they did that in, um, I, and I found it to a really weird degree, in Sherlock. Uh, they kept, in one episode, and it was one episode only, they kept saying camera phone. <laughs> and they, kept, they wouldn't just say phone, they kept saying camera phone. I remember it. Very odd. Very odd. 